I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. I hope you all had an amazing Thanksgiving if you celebrate if you are in the U.S. And if not, you probably got a little bit of a break if you work online and you're like in Canada or overseas because everybody else takes the day off. We actually stayed home for Thanksgiving this year um, and are going to California for Christmas. I was at an event in California um, a few weeks ago and made the decision that like I'm going to cut way back on my travel and pretty much not be in any more masterminds, not attend any more events and put all that time, energy and money into my own company. And it feels really good. I'm going to kind of be forced to do that come February next year because I'm having a baby. But I was reflecting on this last year and how much I traveled and honestly was like, what am I looking for with this travel? And I think for me, it's a break from my kids. So it seems very appealing to me sometimes to be able to go and I can easily justify like, oh, it's a business trip. I have to go for two days. Um, But it's just so powerful when I have weeks on weeks um, at home that I can focus and put, put that time into my business because I am not really involved at all in our delivery or pretty much every department, but marketing, which I'm trying to get out of, um, I'm not involved in. And so my time I get to put into very, very strategic things. And I really am just relooking at it and valuing it in a different way. So that's my 2020 is very few events. If I'm speaking somewhere and it's a very strategic speaking um, opportunity, I'll definitely be going to that, but not attending events because I don't need more ideas. Like that's honestly how I feel is like, I don't need more ideas. I'm very focused. I know exactly what I need to do. I just need to work and I just need to get it done. And I need to put time back into my own team and lead and um, support my team. So I'm just like insanely excited for 2020. We had an amazing last month in the, in the company. Um, so much growth and so many new projects completed and it's just feeling so good with that focus. But today what I want to dive in with you guys on is the danger of listening to people who are at different levels of business or even have different types of businesses or targeting different audiences. And this is something that's so important for you to keep in mind whenever you're listening to ideas. And so kind of on that topic of events or if you're in a, a coaching program, or you bought a course, or somebody's giving you information, you always have to take it with where are they coming from with that information. And whoever's teaching it, like this is never intentional, but something I see very often is they are at a certain level and they're teaching strategies based on that level. And they're teaching it to people who aren't quite at that level. And it's like, there are... are, 
you have to be careful because there's things that are going to work with it for a company or a coach who's up, you know, multiple millions of dollars that are not going to work for somebody who's just starting out or is even at just six figures because of the factors like they don't have a following. They maybe don't have messaging that's been proven um, or they don't have the same audience that they're targeting. Their offer price is different. All of these things are factors that you just have to, to consider when you're, you're getting information and you're getting ideas. Yes, because it's really easy for someone to teach like what worked for me and this is what worked for me. And and the other thing I see is people teach something that worked for them like two years ago and it's how they got their business to like a certain level and then they don't like adjust their teaching or, or they're not really like in the trenches anymore. And so then their teaching becomes old news or like it doesn't get updated because they're not in the trenches. That's one reason I'm really passionate about our Ignite course, to be honest. Like I'm not just saying this to like tell you guys about it, but I feel that we are able to deliver an, uh, a different level of value than most courses out there because my agency team is in the trenches every single day doing the work. And so that like feeds all of the Ignite content that we put in there and it constantly will stay updated with new strategies and things that we test. Whereas like, first of all, I could never do that on my own. So like a lot of these, you know, programs and coaches, like it's not their fault because I have an entire team, like an army (laughs) working in the trenches of Facebook and marketing, digital marketing on 50 plus client accounts that we take all of that Intel and put it into a course. Like there's very few people who get to do that. And so that's why I wanted to create Ignite in the first place, because we have that like advantage, but also opportunity to serve people in that way that just like really doesn't exist out there. And I think that if you remove yourself, like let's say you you know you did this for so long and then you just started kind of teaching people how to do it and you remove yourself from the actual doing, you lose contact with that and it gets really hard for you to teach it. And then also, you know, as you move up levels in business, it's very real that like things change. So what I need to do today compared to what I needed to do when I was at less than a million is completely different. And so if I would have listened to somebody, you know, at, two or three million and they were coaching and telling me like what they're doing and how to copy them and what to do, it wouldn't have worked and it would have felt really frustrating. And I see people like this happen a lot because they come into a program or a mastermind or they go to an event, they get information. And of course we just want to go replicate that information. Like, wouldn't that be the easiest thing ever? If we could just go replicate that and it worked, it worked for us and it worked across the board, but it never works that way. And it's becoming more and more true that it doesn't work this way, that it's becoming more and more true how important it is that you customize your strategy and you customize what you're doing and you make it work for your business, for your audience, for the the product that you sell and for the stage of business that you're at. So whenever you hear advice, take that, you know, with a grain of salt. And so I'm going to give you guys an example. So this is what happened at, at, a, at an event I was at a few months ago. I was at a table and there was somebody teaching marketing um, at the event and they were teaching a, I believe it was a opt-in PDF uh, to a webinar on the thank you page, a short webinar on the thank you page um, to uh, application call application. That's what it was. And they were like, we're getting dollar leads for our webinar. And they were, you know, so excited, you know, teaching this to the whole group. 
And obviously, if someone gets up there and is like, we're getting dollar leads, then everybody's going to want to do it. Because I was sitting at a table where this woman was like, well, I'm paying like seven or eight dollar leads for my webinar. Maybe I should switch to this strategy because I want dollar leads. And she was like, unless she had this conversation with me, she was going to go back home and she was going to change her whole entire strategy, (laughs) make a new funnel, launch that new funnel and, and try this because she wanted the dollar leads, which I don't blame her. Of course she wants the dollar leads. The thing I said though was hold up because a few things. First of all, the person up there teaching was targeting a very broad audience that had, it was big. It was more consumer based, Um, and it was opportunity seeking consumer based audience. That's a very one, like there's a lot of people there Two, It's opportunity seeking. So it's very sexy. Um, it's easy to get people to download PDFs in that, in that arena and it's broad. Okay. And so they're getting, I mean, they didn't actually show proof, but I believed them. (laughs) They were getting dollar results. I mean, it's not hard to get a dollar result for your PDF, but it doesn't mean that every single one of those people is going to also watch your webinar. So the pricing difference is also arguable there. Second, um, this lady who was going to go change her strategy, she's targeting gym owners. And she said she's paying, you know, seven to $10 for her webinar registration. She's not, she wasn't a client of ours. She was just somebody sitting at my table. I didn't know her. And she's like, I'm going to change my whole strategy. And I said, wait a second, though, you're targeting gym owners. And these people who just taught that workshop are targeting a consumer opportunity seeking, like very broad audience. Of course, you're paying more. <laughs> and, and even if you go do this exact strategy, you're still going to pay more because your audience is so much more niched and so much more targeted, which when it gets to the sale is not as bad at, you know, of a thing for, for you because you have an awesome product for gym owners and you, you know, like if you're a gym owner and you get in your funnel, you will qualify and you can sell them. This other person, while they might get cheap leads, they're going to have to really convince the person to buy as they move through the funnel. And so first of all, like you can't go replicate this and expect it to work for your audience. So why would you change what's working? Second, he's talking about a PDF to a webinar like the percentage of people who opt into that PDF, who then go watch the webinar, who then apply is probably, I don't know, 5% actually apply, maybe like 20 or 30% will watch it. And then maybe 5% will apply. I'm guessing, but that's what my average guess would be. He actually didn't tell us, which he should have. Um, But if you look at that cost of like, okay, well, I'm getting $1.50 leads or dollar leads to my PDF, but only 30% of those people are actually watching my webinar. It's still not, like it might be a little cheaper than $10. I cannot do that math on the fly right now, but it's still not, it's not accurate to say like you're going to get dollar webinar leads, right? And so this woman was paying directly for webinar leads and then 10% of them were applying for her application who watched her webinar. And so like the overall cost wouldn't have been that much more because it's just adding those steps. Yes, you're getting cheaper email leads, but is your goal cheap email leads or is your goal to get applications? And so I talked her through that and then I said, is your funnel working right now? Is it profitable? She said, yes. And I said, So why not just scale that? And she's like, well, because like if I don't have to pay $10 leads, I don't want to pay $10 leads. Totally agree with that. 
but do not derail your whole strategy for a new one when you have something working. And so this is the danger of people who are at a different level or in a different industry or selling something different than you and listening to them and then applying that exact thing to your business. And it happens to the best of us because it was a cool strategy that they taught and and it sounded great to get dollar leads, but you have to question it whenever you hear it and go like, well, wait a second. Do they have like a very similar business model to me? Are they selling a similar price product? Are they targeting a similar industry or similar sized industry? If they're not, all of those variables are going to impact the actual results. And so you have to take that into consideration before you go blow up your business, put something new in place and change your marketing strategy. And so I thought this was a great example because there's so much content and noise out there in marketing where you're listening to new strategies and the next best thing. And like, it's great that people want to share, but you have to make sure it's right for your business. And so the the factors that you need to question are, um, the audience, the product price point that you sell, and then the level of business that person's at, I also think matters because, you know, things that they're doing at that level might not apply to you. Like if they're launching this strategy and they're saying like, we're emailing our list and we're getting all these results and you're a newer business owner who doesn't have a massive list and it doesn't have a a massive following, it's not going to work for you. Or if you haven't mastered your messaging or proving your product and you're listening to somebody who has, it's not going to work for you. And so you have to like do what's relevant for you at the stage of business that you're in. And don't feel like a failure if you try something that somebody at a different stage or with a different type of business did that worked for them and it didn't work for you. That doesn't mean marketing doesn't work for you or that your product doesn't work or your brand has an issue with it. It means you tried the wrong strategy for your business and that you have to really put yourself in you know, your business and your audience and who you're targeting and create a strategy for them that feels good to you and it doesn't feel cookie cutter and you question those things. I think I do really well with this because all my life I've questioned everything. Like I'm like, is that really true? Or like, let me think if I could do it better and even in school. And I think like I do that now. So somebody will tell me a great strategy and I don't just say like, oh, that's amazing. I'm going to go implement it. I like question like everything that could be wrong with it basically. And so you don't have to go to that level, but that is what I do naturally. And so I'm always like, wait a second, let's back up. Let's back up. Like you gave me these details. What about all this? What about the work you did before that? Um, and break it all down. And then I usually find more there, you know, because people are good at highlighting the highlight reel, which is okay. But as a coacher or a course creator, you have to be careful with that. And I'm very careful with that in our content. So this is something we do really well for clients is create that really not only customized marketing strategy, but then as we get intel and data about what's converting and what's not converting, continue to customize it. Because if you're like stuck on a template or stuck on this like cookie cutter, like molded strategy and you can't like move around and like wiggle around there and like it's very boxed in exactly what you're supposed to do, it's going to be really painful and hard. So what we do is create that not only cookie cutter or, or anti cookie cutter customized strategy in the beginning, but we continue to mold it based on intel and data that we get as we run ads. So if you're looking for something like that in your company, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with our team. We only take on people that we know we can help. We've got over a 90% client retention rate. 
super proud of that. And we have an extensive application and screening process because we want to make sure we can help your business. We want to make sure you're ready at the level that you're at. Um, Most of our clients are at six figures and above. Um, We've got two packages, one for people kind of more in the six figure range and another for people in the million dollar plus range. And then we have the Ignite course. So go to helpmystrategy.com if you're interested in getting that. And if not, really think about that advice you're getting. Focus in on something that's going to work for your business and take everything that you hear out there and all of the marketing noise carefully. Like consider your business because it's not about templates and cookie cutter strategies. If it was, it would be so much easier, but it's not. All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.